Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad slash Christmas Movie Countdown. It's like when Street Fighter and Tekken had that video game. It was like Cross. Yeah, it was called Cross. <laughs> but anyway, this is episode 18 Yoo-hoo. of the Christmas Movie Countdown, but it is episode 191 of the Spooky Movie Squad. Holy shit. We're nine what away from this, 200. A crossover episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah You're the third one of the month yeah sorry yeah. you've missed the other ones mike hey, hey, might hey, be I was one. For the first one yeah i'm around here somewhere yeah <laughs> there might be one more but so for this episode we actually went with one that we've seen the cover for at least a year maybe two years several years uh, yes when we deep dive on amazon and hulu and stuff when you watch one scary movie they're like, hey, here's like 20 other scary movies that are kind of close to what you watch. And Katie yep. and I, and I think Emma and Mike could do it too. You'll yep. go to something. It's like, oh, killer sofa. Well, let me watch a trailer. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> and you think he's you think he's joking, but there is a killer sofa movie, and it is, it is, it oh, is it's ripe. it's really something. It's yeah, it's mint. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's another one about a drone that falls in love with a lady and it's killing everybody that gets close to her i can't remember the name of it but it was like a drone it was an actual drone flying around <laughs> killing people but uh we've been doing this for a long time looking at scary movies and making lists and stuff uh not checking them twice but <laughs> found... i have to check my list some were naughty some were nice We'll I'm get sure to we don't do the same things over and over again i for sure can do that off the top of my head katie's like do we review this? I'm like, no. She's like, how do you know? I just fucking know. I just. <laughs> but we found one. The cover is Santa Claus. Oh, that doesn't sound that exciting. Notice fighting Krampus. Holy shit. That sounds awesome, Otis. I know. That is exactly why we watched it, y'all. <laughs> I have been very pumped to watch this. Yep. Um, and it's an waiting. anthology. You know how much I love anthology movies? Uh, they're my favorites because the stories are short. And they they usually are pretty absurd because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I need everyone to have a lasting impression of this stupid ass story <laughs> I came up with. So it's going to get crazy. So we found one from Canada. So a Canadian Christmas horror film. And uh, it's directed by Grant Harvey, Stephen Hoban, Hoban, and Brett Sullivan. Those names probably don't mean anything to a lot of people. But Grant Harvey to some old school horror people, they'd be like, Grant Harvey, that sounds really familiar. And the name of this town, it was Bailey Downs. Does that sound familiar to anybody out there? Guido's like, oh, I know what that is. So it's the same town from the Ginger Snaps trilogy. What's Ooh. Ginger Snaps, Lewis? Oh, it's shit. About, it's about a family, and there's werewolves involved in shit, and it's really good. The first one's good. I think the other two first one, The first one is good. Yeah, the other ones are not very good. I like the first the one. We need, to, we need to put Snaps that... We about to have. I've never seen it. Gingerbread men out here, like I no, was, no, dude. It's like it. It, it's kind of like the um, original Jennifer's body. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I never saw that. Yeah, Ginger Snaps. It's fun. It's a fun one. We'll find a time to watch it. It's it's good, but it's the same director that worked on that, and he actually worked on Splice too. Splice is a lot. If you know what I'm talking about, y'all, that scene Splice with Adrian Brody in it and that weird 
alien thing, it's a mess. <laughs> but they did those movies, and I was like, holy shit, that's like holy shit, that that's ginger snaps in this town. It's the same town. So I thought I thought that was really cool. It's kind of like with Hatchet and uh, Leslie Vernon that they're in the same world. So I love when movies can do that, and they just like, well, we're working on this scary movie. Can you just part part of my world? And they're like, yeah, okay, like sweet. They'll probably never connect ever, but I think that's really cool. So I still want Leslie Vernon and Hatchet to meet up somehow, or maybe Leslie meets the heroes from Hatchet and tries to kill him, and then and then a big boy just kills him. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. I just want to see more of that world. So in this movie, there's a couple of pretty cool famous people. There's one that we all love. So it's Adrian Holmes. Now, that name is another one of those names like, that didn't really sound that familiar, Otis. If you've watched Letterkenny in season three and a little bit of season four, you met someone, one of the coolest people ever to pop up in town. His name is Bradley. Bradley! (laughs) He is the absolute best. It's Gail's cousin, and he's fucking cool. And everybody does the the the, the low bones. Yeah, the low oh bones. god, oh, please let this be what I think it is. What's low bones? <laughs> yeah, <man, that's> not... <laughs> Can't look at it, just like, yeah, that was cool. Uh, no, a very cool character in this movie. He's cool too, has some issues. He's but a cop. Yeah, well, crazy cop. <laughs> he's a cop. He's actually a cop in most of the things that he's in. Yeah, he it's like Jared Kiso. Him, Jared Kiso, and Jim Cummings, they're all cops in everything that they're in. <laughs> Well, they all look like oh, they all look coming. copy. Yeah, the other one. Every time. Yeah. Yep, Every not Tigger. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh is not a cop. How dare you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, he's just also Pete. Right. Oh I, I can't. God. I can't do a good poo, but I was trying to think of like some cop lines and just use poo voice. Ka or all of them, all the yeah. snakes, everything. So. Uh, another famous name in this movie. Hey, is that William Shatner? You goddamn right it is. So just like any like old school or indie horror film, gotta have one like famous ass face. Moderately famous face, yeah. <laughs> William Shatner. People be like, holy shit, William Shatner. Well, Shatner. Shatner's Canadian too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, all those famous people, like, dude, they they hop on board those Canadian indie films, and I'm so here for it. Yeah, he was all about this, and 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 it works into his like fucking strengths because he's great at talking funny dude so it just works out one fun fact that i learned the santa claus in this movie his name is george booza buzza i'm gonna say booza he was the voice of beast in the x-men animated series you don't really hear like he's it. coming back to be beast he was beast i don't know if he's coming back i thought everyone was coming back for well, x-men 97 he's coming back okay <laughs> holy shit but i thought that was really cool you can't really hear it if i cross-reference it it probably was a beast voice just a little fancy i thought that that guy looked a lot like hopper from yes stranger things yeah i thought it was like his dad or something yeah. that's what very I much said. every time very i was much. like what the fuck yeah, I thought that was like his like uncle or dad or something. Like, yeah. dang, he looks great. So uh, if you don't know anything about this, it's an anthology, Christmas-based anthology. So uh, just real quick, the, the four stories, 
You get one about some dumbass kids going into their school, the locked off part of the school. Something good will happen there, I assume. Uh, the second story, uh, a cop and his wife and their child go into the woods. To get a Christmas tree. And then, hey, that's, this whole story sounds like a movie we watched about a hole in the ground. Except this time it's a hole in a tree. Damn it, that's my several words. Uh, and then <laughs> the third story is a shitty ass family hanging out with their extended family. And then, oh, look at that. A Krampus is chasing them. And it's pretty legit. You get to see a lot of it. And it looks great. Fucking great. Yeah, it does. And then the fourth story, the best, I would say. Uh, I don't think yeah. that's an opinion. It's the best. Santa Claus is dealing with a zombie elf invasion. And then Krampus shows up to swing on him. Yep. And it is one of the coolest stories. Twists and turns everywhere. Dude, his elves getting fucking... Oh, they like, get potty mouths. How did they get like zombified? I don't, I don't understand where the fucking... <laughs> that shit was nuts like where did the virus start disease can happen anywhere that's what i learned shit from was <laughs> yeah it happens anywhere. what was the main the main shiny elf? shiny fuck yeah uh it was a mess they had such potty mouths i loved it so yeah. much right uh, i'm so, gonna yeah, they, eat your fucking brains you yeah. cunt yeah go fuck yourself you fucking fat bitch <laughs> <laughs> And then when he throws him out there, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So usually with anthology stories, the way it works is every story gets a shine and you move on. This one does it differently. And I can't think of another anthology that I've watched. I've watched a fuck ton. I can't think of another one that does it like. So the story of Katie and how she lost her leg. We'll give you three minutes of it, and then we'll move to Micah and how he fought a giant snake and give you three minutes of that. And then it's Emma running away from a crazy guy, three minutes of that. And it just does this, like, round-robin situation. I've never watched an anthology like that before. And some of the complaints that people had about the movie, they were like, some of the stories weren't that strong. So it was just, like, these lulls of story. And you're like, just want to get back to the other ones. Like, give give me more of that one. Make that one longer and this one shorter. But it was cool. I'd never seen it like that before. And I was like, I'd never really got bored because I was like, well, soon enough, probably in 10 minutes. This one is more back to what I want. It's definitely more woven together of an anthology than we've seen in a while. And they tried to connect them too. This is more more connected, uh, a la like trick-or-treat rather than um Tales of Halloween. Tales of Halloween is really like, I mean, it was one crazy. Here's night, one little but they story. Yeah. Here's one little story. Here's one little story. They have nothing to do with each with each other, except that they're yeah. all happening on Halloween. Um, whereas Trick or Treat is very much like, here's a story, and then this next story also takes place at the same time and involve like you see the other characters from that other s- story in it a little bit, yeah. and like everyone's kind of involved. It's all happening together. I don't know. This was similar, more similar to that because everyone was connected in a way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, and, I, and I like that. And that's the only way that would work the way they did it was to just blend all the stories together like this. The first time it flipped, I was like, well, what the fuck? What, what happened to the people in the car? What's happening? And I was like, oh, that's the dude from the video. Oh, oh, okay. That's how they're doing it. And then I just kind of sat back. I was like, okay. I'm not going to get a hey, full Santa story. I have to hey, wait. You just got to let it happen. Yeah. I thought Santa was starting the movie. I was like, fuck yeah. Then I was like, oh, I have to wait now. Uh, so Katie, what did you think about this movie? Um, I liked it a lot. I think 
some of it was like like you said the story was just kind of meh like there were definite lulls in the story um honestly i could have watched an entire movie that was just santa swinging on krampus and zombie elves like that's the damn truth absolutely where's that movie because i'll watch the shit out of it i a whole hour and a half of santa just like Oh, Mrs. Claus baked some cookies and one of those cookies wasn't good. Also, can we talk about Mrs. Claus? Yep, fire. And one of the elves got a stomach ache and then it turned into a zombie. And, you know, like I got the whole story already written in my head. I just need someone to make it. Like I'd watch the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I think Mrs. Claus should have turned into Krampus at the end. That's what it would have been because she's like the (laughs) the only human. Yep. It would have been dope. Battle Royale. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. This is really good. Micah, what'd you think? Oh, I agree 100%. Uh, I would add that it was really hard to follow. Like, there were so many different tones at different points that it was just so disjointed. Yes. Like, there was no flow to this movie at all. That's that's but, the word I was looking for. Thank damn you. the the Santa post apocalypse like when he goes into the the reindeer barn and it just looks like a post apocalyptic scene, and it's like, dude, Santa's swinging on zombie elves. Like, where is like Katie asked, where is that fucking movie? Yeah, can we get a whole movie of that, please? Yeah, it took me like a solid what to like the second time they were going through each of the stories, maybe after they had finished the second time through each like their own little three minute section of yeah. their story it yeah. took me that long to like oh now i get it now i kind of see how they're like intertwined and what's going on yeah besides the big plot twist at the end like i get it i i kind of got it <laughs> see and to me it was so disjointed that it kind of the the plot twist at the end lost its effect and you know we talked about it earlier and i'll i'll bring it up again for for the listeners but um no i like it was hard to follow i did enjoy it it was hard to follow i loved the cameos of people that we knew um i i love most canadian uh media at this point they're just <laughs> kind of killing it <laughs> yeah, that's good that's um, real good but yeah, I want I want some uh, Santa going out in a post-apocalyptic uh, zombie elves, and I want it to be like a almost like a crossover with uh, little monsters. Like okay. I, I, you know, like he goes out and has to amass an army of kids to fight off the uh, the zombie elves. Like, where's that movie? Let's do that. Let's get please. that one going. Please. Emma, how about you? What do you what do you think? <clears throat> I loved this movie. This movie made me giggle. Um I I mean, we've all said it. We've said it. You're thinking it, we're thinking it. We love anthology movies here. Mm-hmm. And it just it really really was an anthology movie, but I, lo- I loved it. Like Micah said, it was a little hard to keep up with up front, but it it finally smoothed itself out. But <clears throat> boy, howdy. 
it was hilarious and i loved it it was a little unnerving i will say but it was real good yeah yeah like everybody just took the words of micah she he actually hit the right word i was looking for but yeah it's and that's the problem with anthologies when you have different people working on the stories like katie's story could be more of a just ah shit pop it out in your face and then i want to go with something like body horror it's different types of scary and you know you have to kind of program it the right way do you start with something slow or do you start with something really scary and get people going and then calm them down and then go crazy again uh but it was hard to program it when every four minutes it was the next story and all of these kind of started slow to to get the story going so the beginning of this movie it, it was pretty except for santa's because santa started like midway and then it went back so it just had him already bloody and ready to fight but all the other stories was like hey let's go over here and look at this thing and i'm like oh, okay but uh towards the mid part of this movie to the end it, it felt great like everything was like ending getting close to the end of their stories and it was it was fun stuff so i out it i like this a lot uh this is the first christmas anthology i could like see and absolutely love there's probably some more scary ones there's one that kevin smith did some stories for but it's every holiday gets a short story I can't remember what it's called. Oh it might be called Holidays. I think it might be called The Holidays. And Kevin Smith does Valentine's Day, I think. And other famous people, Seth Green's in it, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of people in it, and I think they go through every holiday. And it's just, it, it's really cool. I, Christmas scary movies can be fun. So I absolutely love it. So I'm not going to talk about the stories the way the movie did that's a lot it makes my brain hurt so i'm just gonna split these bad boys up that's the easiest way to do it yeah and i'll just save the single one for the end so uh this movie starts we said it was in bailey downs it's the name of the town and dangerous dan he's the uh dj pulling a double shift on christmas and he's um getting everybody happy and into the holiday spirit unfortunately for him the weatherman Man, his name is Stormin' Norman. He doesn't really like Christmas that much. And he holds up a sign and says, fuck Christmas. And <laughs> Stormin' Norman is on his way to the mall because he's going to be in charge of the, was it a food drive? Yeah, uh, yeah canned food drive. Yeah. So Stormin' Norman is going to dress up and be there and, you know, do some correspondence from the mall, which is, you know, it's really cute and nice. So all through these movies or the stories, You'll hear him on radios and, and it'll go back to him and he's talking and stuff in little chunks. So the first story, and they don't have names. These stories don't have names. It makes me sad. So uh, uh, up top of my head, the first story, I'm going to call it Rosemary's Baby's Mama. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I made a funny. <gasps> so... <laughs> Yes, it does. So uh, three kids, Dylan, Ben, and Molly, uh, they watch a video. So apparently in their school, there was a chunk of the school that was blocked off. 
and because some kids got murdered there and they see a video of two cops going through and they read like bible scriptures on the wall in blood and they're like this is fucking crazy and then one of the cops hey it's bradley bradley hears someone singing singing a song he's like can you not hear it he's like i can hear it and he starts listening and reciting what they're saying and then a dead body it was just like stuffed in the fucking like like pipes on the ceiling and it plops out and they freak the fuck out and so we learned later that bradley don't forget there was a kid crucified yes on the wall it was wild in here so uh, a little bit later we find out bradley he took a break from being a cop because he saw you know two children just fucked up yeah, yeah. kids stuffed so uh it was a lot but we meet up with Dylan, Ben, and Molly because they want to investigate these two murders. And, um, you know, they're just nosy, dumb kids. So that's what nosy, dumb kids do, get into shit. So they sneak into the school uh, during Christmas break. And Dylan, yes, Dylan. Uh, Dylan makes out with a girl and she can't join them, but she gets them into the, the school and she hops into the car with her family. Hey, we'll meet up with her a little bit later. It's one of the other stories. So they go in and they're actually recording things. They make it into the room where the abortions were happening. So school was a convent and they would take girls that were pregnant and hide them from, you know, the world because you don't want to show off kids that are pregnant and they're young. Yeah, the basement of of the convent was all just like, Here's where all the pregnant girls go. Yeah. And so apparently one of the girls had an abortion or she tried to abort the baby herself and she died from it. And so uh, just like standard paranormal fare, (laughs) uh, the camera will pass by a room and you'll see someone for half a second just in the corner chilling. Katie saw it before I did. And she's like, did you see that? I'm like, wait, 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 what? And you go back and like, ain't that a bitch? It's a little girl in the corner. Huh. Yup. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tons of jump scares. This uh, You got caught by something at the beginning, didn't you? When the girl fell from the pipes. Yeah. Yep. came out and I was like, yeah, that feels, that feels right. <laughs> so um, when they get all the info they need and they're like, well, I'm probably creeped out. Time to get the fuck out of here. They head back to the door that leads them back into the school part. And lo and behold, the keys don't work anymore. And it's like, we're locked in here. And it's like, oh, we saw the principal before we snuck in here. Maybe he locked us in. And they're like, why would he Why would he do that? How could he change the locks without us hearing it? But he's like, no, he did it. Uh, instead of like, well, something wanted us to come down here. And now we're fucking trapped. So they, you know, waited out because it's like, okay, it's the holidays. Three kids missing. Someone's going to see that we're missing, right? All we got to do is just wait it out. We'll be fine, which, you know, never goes the way you want. So Dylan, he goes off to go pee and you have to go really far to pee. Uh, fuck that place. I'd have peed in the corner. Yep. Because I'm not going anywhere in the dark. But, you know, who am I? Yeah, that was my first thought. I was like, um, why did you not just step outside the door and pee or turn around behind the camel and pee? Yeah. Or... Just whip it out and pee. Yeah, no, you got me fucked up. I'm not going anywhere in the darkness to go pee. So no. I'm taking somebody with me. I'm like, no, we're going. If it wants to eat us, it's going to eat both of us. It's not going to just eat me. So 
uh, Dylan hears screams and he runs back to the group. Oh no, Molly is on the ground flopping around. It looks like she's having some type of episode, but we know what happened. She's getting possessed. <laughs> That's a, a, a typical possession kind of look. So later on, Dylan gets woken up by evil Molly and she's like, hey, follow me. I got to show you something cool in this other room. And he's like, oh, okay. And brings Dylan to the other room and starts undressing. And she's like, yeah, let's, let's, <clears throat> let's, let's get it on. And he's like, no, I got a girlfriend. You know this. Like, I, I'm, I can't do this. And then we don't hear anything else from Dylan. And Molly comes back into the room and talks to Ben. And Ben has a little bit of a crush on Molly. And so what happens is uh, it doesn't take a lot of talking. And Molly's like, hey, Ben, let's do it. And he's like, where's Dylan? He's like, Dylan's in the other room, but I want to hang out with you. And he's like, that's fucking weird. Why is he in that room by himself? It's like, don't worry about it. Let's uh, let's let's get that penis out. And he's like, okie dokie. And so they do it. And Molly wakes up. She's like, what the fuck just happened? And he's like, well, what did yeah. you do to me? He's like, well, you sat he's on. Like, what did I do to you, <laughs> bitch? What did you do to me? Like, you, fuck. you sat on me, ma'am. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so they find out that the ghost is only interested in getting somebody pregnant so she can get her baby to be born. And if they say no to the whole situation, like, oh, you don't want to have sex? Well, you're dead. So it's like a reverse Jason. This ghost is not about abstinence. It's all about turning up. I mean, oh, you, oh, you don't want to do it? Well, you can die. I'm like, no, I'm trying to be a good kid. Yeah. So uh, Molly she mission accomplished the ghost is like right on thumbs up and looks over at ben and ben's got a weapon in his hand and the ghost don't like that she's like oh you're trying to hit me with that stick well you can get crucified and your neck snapped and he's like oh this sucks i just want to go home and open presents with my family <clears throat> and so molly gets to leave with demon baby in tow so uh we don't know any else anything else about this baby so she's gonna have an evil baby ben gets crucified yeah. Nuts. yeah they get fucked up and so that is the first story and like i said the, the movie just kind of splits them all in so the second story uh i'm gonna call it hole in the tree <laughs> so uh bradley i'm gonna call him bradley bradley he was the cop from the first story that saw the dead bodies and had to take himself a leave of absence because that fucked him up good which it would fuck anybody up you see dead bodies just plop out of nowhere so he he's jacked up and on christmas eve he gets his family to go find a christmas tree and fuck going somewhere like a store to get a christmas tree that's for suckers let's just go into the woods and cut down our own tree you know the best movies do it christmas vacation they did it and there was squirrels and shit in it um so unfortunately they go on to some forest that's kind of blocked off and restricted and he's like we're fine no one's gonna see us what what a shitty cop <laughs> hey let's break the rules real quick it's all right so they cut down a tree and it's like yeah this is this is it this is the one. Oh, before they cut down the tree hey there's shitty kid that's got like asthma he gets lost because that's what you do when you're out in the woods with your family. You say, fuck it. I want to walk this way. And he yep. gets lost. And then they find him inside of a tree. And new kid doesn't really want to talk. He's just kind of looking at him. And he's like, dude, you can't run off like that. Will is his name. 
like, Will, you can't just disappear like that. And he's just like, hmm. he's like, well, we got the tree. Let's go home. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Doesn't say okay. He's quiet the whole movie. So they head home and you, you realize that Bradley's got some issues with his family. Uh, too busy with work and stuff. And he wasn't at home. The whole seeing the murders messed him up. So he's got trauma. So he hasn't dealt with that. And so the wife is, you know, very much saying like, you need, you got shit you need to take care of. And it seems like he has some type of an anger problem because uh, at dinner, Will is eating spaghetti. Like he's never had spaghetti before. Hmm, I wonder if that's a thing. And Bradley's like, hey, man, did you hear your mom? She said, slow down before you get a tummy ache and reaches over to him. And Will stabs him in the hand with a fork. Uh, I don't care who you are. If you if, if we stabbing each other now, I would have back in. It's going to be an issue. So I, yep. I, just, I understand the. I, this son of a bitch stabbed me. <laughs> uh, I, I get that in Bradley, the way he looked at the kid after that. I'm like, I, I feel you, Bradley. No one's stabbing me with a fork. <laughs> something, a pinch, or something's happening to that kid right then. But uh, the mom is like, no, don't do whatever you're going to do. Don't hit my kid. And he's like, okay, 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 I'm out of here. So they split off for the night, and Bradley decides to start drinking with his gun out. Don't know why the gun's out. Um. And little by little, Will's just doing a lot of creepy stuff. And he hasn't talked since he's gotten home. It's really odd. He's just kind of looking at his parents and goes about doing whatever he wants. The mom gets a call on the phone. And hey, uh, it's Big Earl. He's the guy that owns the woods. And he's like, hey, I saw you guys in the woods, in my woods earlier. Uh, Is your kid? Is your kid all right? Like, did he come back weird? Is he acting funny? And it's like, who is this? Like, don't worry about that. Uh, That's not your kid. I just want you to know that that's a changeling. It's like, don't let on that you know what's happening, but that's not your kid. And you need to bring that thing back before bad things happen. And the mom's like, I don't believe you 100%. You might have something <laughs> there because this kid's acting fucking weird. But uh, he's like, okay, just don't you hang up. And she hangs up. Yeah, that's how it works. So Bradley has another encounter with Will because Will opens up all the presents. Because he's just like, I don't know what's in these packages, but fuck it, I want to see. And he actually spanks him a couple times with a belt. And the mom's like, stop it. You know, yells at him again. And she puts him to bed. And later on, we see that Will is now on the ceiling, crawling toward Bradley as he's drinking some alcohol. And then we don't hear Bradley get messed up. We hear some bumps and the mom comes into the front room. And Bradley's got the belt around his neck is strangling him. And his hand got cut off you also missed you you skipped the uh the really awkward scene of... oh where the mom is asleep in bed oh. and she thinks her husband came in and will gets a little uh hand the changeling in will's body gets a little uh handsy oh, yeah. wrongly handsy he's like your boobies i like them mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird so uh she looks up she googles some things about changelings because somebody out there knows all the answers online and so she talks to earl again and she understands she's like what the fuck do i do she's like you need to get that thing back here don't threaten the changeling because they're legit and that thing back where it came from or so help me so help me me. (laughs) so uh she sees that bradley's dead and she keeps it together pretty good and she has a bat in her hand and so she uh goes yard 
on this little change changeling's face a couple times with the bat and i'm proud of her because she well the first swing she hit it and then kind of ran off a little i'm like no 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 no, keep your eyes on it but she cracks the little changeling in the face and puts him in a bag and drags him back to the farm and so at this point big earl's like like you son of a bitch you're causing all these problems and he's kicking the bag he's talking to the changeling like he knows it and he says that I keep the changelings in order here. I'm in charge here and they're scared of me. So, you know, I'm sorry for all that stuff. And he's caused a lot of problems. And the mom is like, well, where's my son? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Like they got him or something. I, I can't control that part of it. But I just wanted the changeling back because it didn't need to be out in the world doing bad stuff. And she accidentally shoots Earl or maybe she wanted to shoot Earl. It seemed like it was an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. But either way, hooray, the changelings are like, oh, shit, Earl's dead. And the mom tells the changeling because it gets close to her. And it's like, I just want my son back. And the changeling is like, OK, goes into the tree and comes back with a with a will just in his underwear and a shirt. So it took his clothes. <laughs> he's like, but I like the shirt, though, and gives him back. And it's Will. And he's like, I got lost. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're back, bud. And then they hug. And then that's it. And Katie was like, so it's just a forest full of changelings. It's like, damn. They could just get out at any time now that they don't have that old dude there that's right. scaring them and keeping them on his property. Right. The boss yeah. is gone. Turn up. <laughs> Let's go out to the world. That whole town's fucked. Yeah. Uh, so the third story. So Caprice, she was the girl that was making out with Dylan before. Dylan's got a crucifix in his head. He's dead now. But Caprice is going out with her family and they're going on a trip to meet uh, to visit Aunt Etta, very old, grumpy lady. And uh, from the car ride, we learned that she's this whole family, they're shitty people. They're really not that good of a family. And the mom's like, We suck. I just want you to know we suck. And he's like, No, we can do this. We can be better and try harder. And he's like, No, nah, we suck, y'all. So they get there. The son is a piece of shit. And there's this Krampus uh, model. And he keeps touching it. And people like, don't touch that. And five seconds later, he's touching it again. I'm just like, what the fuck did I just say, little dude? And then he breaks it. He just sweeps it off the table like, oops. I'm like, that's a sock in the mouth. Let's fight on sight. But uh, <laughs> so the and the family gets kicked out after the son Duncan breaks that. But we learned that the daughter of Caprice, she likes stealing shit. And she steals a lighter while they're dealing with all that stuff. And in the drive back, we learn, oh, actually, take it back. Uh, Aunt Etta, she explains what the Krampus is a little bit. And it's, you know, and the son knows a little bit. It's, you know, it's anti-Santa Claus. And so it goes for the naughty people, just like that movie we watched last year. It likes the bad kids and scoops them up in his bag. And it's like, you, you're going to die. So that's Krampus. He's really cool. I mean, I'm not doing bad shit. So, yeah, he's cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not being a piece of shit in christmas time so um as they're driving back oh my god they almost hit a deer that wasn't a deer it was a krampus running across the street <laughs> really fast <laughs> so they crash and then they decide they're gonna go back to aunt etta's place because it's really not that far or it is far but they don't want to wait for AAA. I guess i don't know yeah it was weird they didn't seem to try to get help but i don't think they had service or something uh, they were in a weird weird place yeah maybe it doesn't so while they're walking in the woods it's nighttime oh no surprise hook attack 
The dad gets a hook to the gut and he's like, that really fucking hurt. And they're like, where'd it come from? He's like, I don't know. And then the son, Duncan, gets hooked by the feet and dragged off into the snow. <laughs> and the family breaks the fuck up. Uh, they make it into a church. And so the daughter is like, holy shit, that's fucking Krampus. He's cha- chasing us because we're bad people. And then they reveal all the bad things because like, hey, we're in a church. Maybe if we like talk about our sins, we can absolve ourselves and Krampus won't fucking kill us, you know? And so Capri says like, hey, I don't do bad stuff. I don't do drugs or have sex or anything. I just like stealing shit. It's fun. Makes me feel alive, you know? Uh, the mom, she was, what, is, what was the mom's bad thing? Mm, I don't remember. I think she was just piece of crap. Oh, or was she, she just was there for the money. The dad. Yeah, she money. was selfish. Yeah. yeah. And then we find out the dad, he's really not that rich. And his whole uh, game plan of selling, uh, I forgot what the company was. He was going to sell some like action in his company. It was just him getting money for donations to keep himself afloat. And now he is in too deep and he's probably going to jail soon. <laughs> because he you know you can't do stuff with money like that so he's like i'm going down so and the mom's like oh i thought you weren't interested in me anymore he's like nah i'm just trying to have this lavish lifestyle for you because i thought that's all you really wanted so i was like oh they like each other but they thought the other one was just a piece of shit i was like oh that's so terrible uh the dad gets hooked from inside the church absolving your sins means nothing to krampus He don't give a shit. He's like, y'all don't mean that shit. Come here. And yanks the dad away. So he's gone. The mom and the daughter, they hide in the confession booth. And uh, Krampus uses his tongue to just touch on him in there. And so the mom stabs the tongue. And she goes out to swing on Krampus by herself, which does nothing. I guess it buys her daughter some time to run back to Aunt Etta's. And so outside of Aunt Etta's, she's trying to like, you know, like open the door, you old bitch. Let me in. And Krampus is there and they get into a little bit of a scuffle and she actually throws gasoline on Krampus. Oh, she stabs him in the throat with a, I don't know, a fucking staff, a pike and throws gasoline on him. And did she say Merry Christmas, motherfucker? Yeah. I think that's what she said. Mm -hmm. And burns Krampus to death. Hooray. Hey, he turned into the caretaker that lives with Aunt Etta. Played by death. From Supernatural. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking weird. And so we learned that Aunt Etta tells her that her caretaker turned into Krampus because of his anger because of what the family did when they were there. And so he says that Krampus is like a feeling and if you like, I don't know, if you have anger about people in Christmas, you can turn into Krampus. And, and then Caprice turns into Krampus because she's pissed off her family's dead. And so Aunt Edda's like, I need you to calm down, ma'am. <laughs> and she's like, no. And then Krampus is around. Good thing the last story's about Krampus. <laughs> so the fourth story, the one that we've been talking about this whole time, uh, the name I'm going to give it is uh, Here Comes Killer Claus. Yes. That's <laughs> here Comes Killer Claus. Um. So we meet up at the beginning of the movie. It's it's Santa Claus. He's already bloody and cuts on his face. And he's in the reindeer stables. He's talking to his buddies. And then the door gets kicked open and this blinding light hits him in the face. 
and it goes back earlier. And so like we were saying before, uh, uh, Santa Claus and his wife, they are getting ready for Christmas. And so they're getting the toys ready. The elves are telling them like, hey, there's this big storm. I'm kind of worried about it. And he's like, Santa's like, bro, bro, it's just a storm. Like, this is my first Christmas. I got this. And uh, Mrs. Claus comes in with cookies. And the elves love cookies because what's the food groups, Katie? Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Yes. Correct. So it is obviously in their diet for cookies. And one of the elves is like, nah, I'm not hungry. And they're like, but you love cookies, bro. Like, you're an elf. And he's like, I don't want any fucking cookies. And they're like, oh. <laughs> and, uh, and then he chops his own hand. He's like chopping shit. And his hand is just like fucked up. Blood gets sprayed on everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh no, that's how things spread. You can't have your mouth open when blood's going around or fluids. So we get a little time jump and oh no, the whole place is already taken over. It's because I assume there's thousands of elves <laughs> in the North Pole. So it, there was no stopping it. And Santa and his wife are the only ones left. And Santa's fighting his way out and he tells his wife, you got to hide somewhere. You, you got to hide and I'll get us out of here. Like, that's all we can do. And cue some awesome fight scenes, a lot of cursing from tiny people. Uh, yeah. Santa's cutting off heads, cutting people in half, doing some really cool fighting with a staff that is just fucking razor sharp. Yep. Uh, it's absolutely awesome. Uh, he gets on the elevator with like four elves, and the elevator opens it's like fucking John Wick. Everyone's on the ground just in pieces, and he's standing there just like, yeah, him fighting with that staff was incredibly impressive. Yep. Uh, it's fucking cool. So he makes it back to Mrs. Claus. He finds her hiding and he's like, we got to get out of here. Oh no, Mrs. Claus, she got infected. And he has to kill his wife. Very yeah. sad stuff. Very, very sad. So he makes it to the reindeer stable. So I assume he's going to hop on one of the reindeer or just get the, the sleigh ready. And get out of there because there's no one else. The doors burst open. Holy shit, it's Krampus. He was fucking right. Krampus caused all of this. And they start fighting. And this is a legit ass fight scene. Krampus. So fucking good. Krampus has hooks on chains and he's swinging it. Krampus has a staff and he's spinning around like it's fucking Donatello, Ninja Turtle shit. It's awesome. And they are going for it. And Krampus gets knocked down. Hooray, Santa's gonna fucking win! And he's got an axe above his head, and he's about to swing it down and kill Krampus. And then the lights click on. A flash (laughs) hits him again. And then we see that Storm and Norman is (laughs) holding an axe above someone that works at the mall. And he's like, what are you doing, Norman? And then we go back and see what he was really fighting. He wasn't fighting zombified elves. He was just fighting people in the fucking mall trying to defend themselves against him. So He was Storm- fighting everybody that showed up to donate food. It's horrible. Yeah. So we learned that Storm and Norman, uh, at the beginning of the movie, he said, fuck Christmas as he was going to the mall. We see that there was a little spot when he's in the restroom getting dressed as Santa Claus. He has himself a little break. A psychotic break. <laughs> Damn. And he believes that he's Santa Claus. And everyone around him wants to stop him. And so he proceeds to kill everybody. Mrs. Claus, that was just a fucking lady hiding from him. And she was trying yep. her best to fight. 
And so Norman kills so many people. And then he looks back down at the guy he was about to kill. It turns back into Krampus. The lights hit again and he snaps back into the Christmas story he made for himself. And he goes to chop him and the cops roll in and shoot the ever-living fuck out of Norman. Santa oh, Claus. Big time. Yeah. And Santa Claus falls to the side and dies. So uh, at some point in the movie, uh, Dangerous Dan on the radio, he says that, hey, hey, guys, don't go to the mall because it's getting wild down there. And yeah, we haven't been able to contact Storm and Norm, but something crazy's happening at the mall. Yeah, so Norman, when you get this, just give us a call, bud. <laughs> just yeah, we're make worried sure about you. Want to make sure you're alive. So this is what they were talking about. So this movie is cool. The setup with the third story of like, oh, there's a Krampus in the world. And then the fourth story is like, oh, hey, it's that Krampus. So he made it to the North Pole when he was born. Oh, he's just crazy. But there is a Krampus out in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Katie, who is your favorite character in a Christmas horror story? Santa. Ain't goddamn right. <laughs> yep. Santa was dope as fuck. The f- the fucking him fighting those elves with that fucking scepter was so cool. I need more of that. Yeah, Christmas horror films, please. Thank you, Micah. Oh, I agree. <clears throat> so I'll go with an honorable mention. I'm gonna say William Shatner's character. He was out there vibing. He was just doing his like, man, I gotta work on fucking Christmas Eve. We're gonna egg so this we're gonna. I'm gonna drink a little bit because I'm just sitting here on the radio, and I'm gonna wish Storm and Mormon would, uh, you know, Storm, Storm and, and Norman. Norman. <laughs> Storm and Norman would just get with the program and have some fucking Christmas joy already. That's you, the Chris, best. you Christmas Krampus. That's the best Freudian slip ever. <laughs> well, actually, one of our former roommates, his gamer tag was Storm and Mormon. So, uh, but uh, Yikes. yeah, no, he, he was out there vibing, trying to have a good time, spread some Christmas jollies and have his jolly Christmas. And then He's just sitting there, like continuing to drink. Because I mean, once you start and something devastating happens, you 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 got to go keep going with that eggnog. And he was just like, "Oh my God, please tell me Storm and Norman's okay. Just call us, please, and stay home, everybody. Don't go out. Listen to me on the radio. <laughs> Let's hang out, Emma. Well, all my shit's been taken, so." uh I'm I'm gonna go with another honorable mention, which was whoever designed the costume for the man who played Krampus, because holy fuck, nice fucking job. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It was absolute good. Let me tell you, whoever the fuck they got to play Krampus, that man is yoked. Jesus Christ. They zoomed out on that, and he was just standing there, and I was like, yikes. Ooh, yowza. How about you, Otis? So everybody said all the ones that I wrote, but yeah, <laughs> Santa was great. Uh, not crazy Santa. I, I didn't oh. like that. That made me sad. I thought Santa was going to make it through this movie swinging, and I was like, oh, he crazy. No. <laughs> no, the delusion, not the delusional. Yeah, yeah. The, the delusion yeah, yeah. of Santa was legit because that's yeah. my kind of Santa. 
fighting. <laughs> I would uh, absolutely pay money for that movie. Uh, Santa, and then I said Krampus because Krampus looked amazing. Like that was really fucking cool how it looked. And in Danger Stand, yeah, uh, yeah, the three ongoing points in this whole movie were the best. The other stories they weren't bad. Hole in the tree that wasn't a bad story. It was better than the the baby mama one. <laughs> but uh, but no, it Krampus was legit, man. That thing looked great. I'd love to see that Krampus come back and do some fighting or do something. So, uh, yeah. So, Katie, who's your least favorite character? Norman. So, Santa was my favorite, but Norman was my least favorite. I loved the idea of Santa actually having to deal with a zombie invasion at the North Pole. And then I hated the fact that it was just Norman having a psychotic break and murdering folks in the mall. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that killed me. I hated it. <laughs> like, I love the story, but God damn it. Why? Yup. Uh, Emma. <sighs> Bradley. 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 I just, I feel for him, but he really didn't need to take his belt off and hit his kid. Yeah. But he had some anger issues. Mm, just to be clear, I would have hit that kid with a belt as soon as that kid fucking stabbed me in the hand <laughs> with a quick. fucking fork. He stabbed him quick. Absolutely not. <laughs> although, although, what a weird setup in that scene where he's like trying to take off his belt right in front of them. The and kid's it's like, fucking wow, this is smiling. Fucking weird. The yeah. kid's fucking smiling. I was like, uh, uh, we're out, Micah. Hmm. I guess I'll go with the the changeling wrangler. Oh, big Ed. The guy who owned the tree farm. <laughs> that was private property. But convinced them to come out and was like, yeah, I don't actually know where your kid is, but uh, thanks for bringing my, my, my monster back. Don't worry about them. They're they're scared of me, so you know whatever. And then she like frees the elves with a sock in the in the shoe by you know just shooting him. And and <laughs> then they turn into Dobby and they're like, "We're free. Here's your kid back, lady. We're out. See ya. <laughs> We're gonna go chill with the zombie elves." Right? It's getting wild out here. <laughs> yeah, he was shitty and manipulative. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Even though they stole his tree. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> just fuck a lot that of bad guy. People all around. So yeah. I just wrote down dumb people. Yep. Which is unfair because in horror movies there are a lot of dumb people, but I didn't have anyone specific because everyone seemed to have an issue. No one was super perfect. I mean, I guess Santa was, but the Norman was the not perfect part of him. So, but like in the first story, the dumb kids. Hey, let's go down into this you know restricted place in our school. Oh no, we're stuck. Well, that's what you fucking get. Should have stayed home, grabbed on some cheeks, but you want to be out here getting killed. Uh, fucking Bradley, like, hey, let's go into this like part of the forest that's you know someone's property. We'll be fine. Well, now you got choked out with a belt, so maybe should have stayed home. Bought a tree online. Every story had some some dumb dumb. That whole family, they should. That's my favorite, least favorite. The fucking family. They were they were shitty, and they deserved what they got. But uh, yeah, every story had some person that was bad. But yeah, 
just shitty people, dumb people. That was my least favorite. So let's do seven word synopsis. So a lot of mine kind of gravitate toward the same thing. But um, my first one is, I never knew I needed that fight. I never thought I needed Krampus versus Santa, but that's legit. It's like the first episode of South Park where Santa fights Jesus. That was a really good fight. And it always makes me laugh when I think about it. Um, my second one was actually the what we said earlier. Hole in the ground. I mean tree. And then Santa was crazy. What a fucking twist. Yep. And then my last one. Hey, it's Krampus. Oh, no, it's not. Katie? <laughs> Bailey Downs has the worst Christmas look. Yup. And then, you know where I'm not going? School basement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, again. And then, I like that anyone can be Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really cool of this story that Krampus is not like a specific person. Like, it's not, you know, Santa. Like, it's this guy, St. Nick. He lives up at the North Pole. It's not. Like there's one Krampus. It's like anybody who has this negative Christmas energy gets turned into a Krampus and then you torture the people around you. Like that was a pretty yep. cool fucking idea. Fuck. Yep. Uh, Micah. Bring on the zombie elf holiday apocalypse. <laughs> and low bones don't get much lower than that. <laughs> For all you fans of Letter Kenny and Bradley. <laughs> oh, Bradley. You understand what low bones are. Bradley got chopped up. Yeah. You're so fucking cool. Okay. Uh, I have a quote from the very first, like, 30 seconds of this movie. Tis a very fun and special Christmas. That opening song was probably as mm-hmm. unnerving as the crazy Santa in the end. Yes. Oh, the carol, the new lyrics yeah. to Carol of the Bells. Yeah, tis a very fun and special Christmas. It's fucking awkward. Okay, <laughs> what is this? Grave encounters for kids? Because it was, yes. you know, said in Zoolander's voice. Yeah. What uh, is this, a library for ants. <laughs> and then my two alliteratives anthology about advent accidents awesome adversarial assault yeah and then krampus kicking crazy keister canned food kringle cracked hell yeah so minority kill count katie i can only think of one old lone low bones himself so bradley Sorry, Bradley. Well, I don't know what race. Jesus, I don't know what race the first kid was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah because I don't think he was white. English kid. Dylan. Um, I don't know the one who refused cross to have face. sex with her because he had a girlfriend. Crossface. Cross. Crossface. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, we can do two. What was that guy's name? Oh, uh, it was Dylan. Dylan. He's kind of what is he? I don't know. I mean, he look yeah, okay. He looks a touch, you know. Yeah. Well, he's South African. 
So well, there you go. Well, fuck it. We'll do two. So the new minority kill count is 192. Hey, that's the next episode number. Plus, who knows how many fucking elves and people oh, yeah. at the mall that there got... There was for sure a black elf in there somewhere. <laughs> people at the mall that got murdered, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not elves. There was a black person somewhere in there. Uh, 192, Anatito Turtle. No moss. No moss. No moss. <laughs> so, uh, this film, um, I don't know if it came out directly... To DVD. Yeah, I'm thinking that it was a straight-to-DVD kind of situation. Because there's no budget. Okay, it had a limited theatrical release in 2015 and in a video-on-demand release. So, fortunately, that means there's no budget or box office to this. Boo! Uh, I like to think that it did great. I wanna, I'm going to say that it made all the monies and everyone was happy with it. <laughs> uh, the, like I said, the biggest downside of this movie that people said... It just the stories went un- uneven, and that's unfortunately the problem with anthologies. There's gonna be a story you don't really like. It's just how it works. No one can make a perfect anthology story. Some of my favorite ones, there's always a story that's like, eh, that was all right. But then there's always one that was like, that's fucking great. You gotta watch this one. Just like fucking VHS two, Safe Haven. Fucking the devil comes out of that chick's vagina and it's chasing that man. That's the best story ever. But um, they, yeah, it's that's the thing with anthology. So you're always gonna have something that's not as good. So, uh, but no, everyone seems to enjoy this. It's a damn good holiday Christmas film. So I would give this a shot if you love horror movies, if you love shitty stories. I mean, these stories aren't you know not gonna win awards or anything, but it's pretty solid. But I will say it's quite silly. Watch it with somebody, you'll laugh. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, holy shit, look at Santa Claus, kick ass. So uh, let me see if I got anything else. Uh, it did come out October 23rd, 2015. Um, does anybody have anything else to say about a Christmas horror story? It was great. Worth it for the Santa Claus fight alone. Yeah. That was pretty damn good. I will say it was fun as fuck. So, uh, so that is the end of this episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Krampus that you want to send us, you can tweet us at Alan Tempon. We have an email. It is Alan Presents at gmail.com. Where am I Facebook at? Alan Presents. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the music you're listening to right now that is from Flipping Combined Effort, Flipping CE, anywhere online you can find them. The artwork for this show it's a studio fitas uh they are absolutely amazing give them money they're really good at drawing so katie she has katie emma they have seven more episodes of the christmas countdown that we have one more scary film and it's got my boy bruce campbell in it and i'm very very excited and it's a new one so uh i'm always happy to see him in movies because he's absolutely hilarious so uh, I'm pumped for that one. So, uh, but we are so close to 200. So I'm very happy about that. And we have some really good movies coming up. Uh, the Valentine's Day episode is gonna be fucking amazing. I love that movie. And it's it's fun. So very excited for that. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time with another scary film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky.
holiday edition 